I want you to think about how much life has changed in the last 10 years, professionally, technologically, politically, globally, in your relationships. Think about how much change you have experienced, how different life is. Well, for the last 10 consecutive years, Keeley Companies has been named a top workplace by St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Their most important assets are their people, also known as the Keelians, and are credited as the backbone of their business. You can learn more about the Keeley Company's dedication to their employees by visiting KeeleyCompanies.com. Welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast with John O'Leary. John is the number one national best-selling author of the book On Fire. He's a world-class inspirational speaker, and he's the host of the Live Inspired podcast. John interviews extraordinary individuals on their life story so that you can wake up from accidental living and more fully live your life story. Here's your host, John O'Leary. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired podcast, the final episode of 2021 with John O'Leary. What a wild year it has been personally, professionally, politically, with COVID-19, with challenges, face masks, everything else going on globally, nationally, locally in your life. And yet you have joined us and partnered with us along the way. We're so grateful for you and more than 4 million of you out there. That's right. We crossed the 4 million download plateau this year, something that would never have happened without your help without your subscription, without you sharing, without you telling your friends and neighbors. So I want to begin this episode, not end it. I want to begin this episode by thanking you, our friends, our family, our listeners. We are humbled as we wrap up this year and excited as we move into the next to have you on board for the ride. This time of year, a lot of folks are making top 10 lists, maybe top 10 lists of things that went wrong or right in the previous year, maybe top 10 list things that they are worried about or excited about in the year to come. So as our team and I were putting together this final episode, we thought we would put together our very own top 10 list. This is going to be a top 10 list that you've already nominated, you've already voted on, because we're picking the top 10 most downloaded, meaning most listened to episodes of 2021. We brought on astronauts and world-class experts and authors and actors and personalities and Olympians, remarkable individuals. And of this amazing list of guests, these are the 10 individuals who are listened to more than anyone else. And it brings me great joy to know that a couple of them are local guests. So I'll get to those folks in a moment. Some of these are international leaders. You will recognize immediately when I drop their name. Others are friends that maybe you don't know their name well. You've heard the whisper of it in the past, but after you hear me tell you a little bit more about them today, you're going to want to dance full tilt into the episode to learn more about them, their life, and ultimately what the lessons that life has taught them meant to you and yours. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, I'd like you to pull your chair a little bit closer to that radio, grab, uh, grab that egg nug. You know, it's got a little bit more time in it before it, it rots out. So grab that eggnog, turn that fireplace up just a little bit warmer. We're going to enjoy a walk down memory lane as we celebrate the year that we had together, our top 10 most downloaded episodes 
And it begins with a gentleman who brought us a way to help heal a fractured nation with an apolitical unification. His name is Peter Montoya. Peter is an author. He's a friend of mine, and he's got a book out called The Second Civil War. The reason I brought Peter on to join us is that currently one third of citizens here in the United States believe that a second civil war is a very real possibility. That's an amazing stat. So how do we decrease the tension in the room? How do we talk about the issues that do matter without yelling about it? How do we open up our minds and our hearts and unclench those fists a little bit more? That's why Peter was brought on and he did an extraordinary apolitical job. I can't focus enough again on that piece. We're not coming at this thing from the left or from the right but from a way that allows us to feel so strong, so firmly, so committed to our ideas that we can actually sit back and listen and ask questions about someone who feels differently than we do. What a great idea that might be right now. Peter shared some remarkable stats and some remarkable quotes during our time together. A couple that I wrote down, and you may want to listen to the episode so you can write down your own, but here's one of them. Propaganda is a monologue that is not looking for an answer but an echo. That's huge. It means when we listen to our favorite politician on either side of the aisle, when we tune into our favorite blog, when we check out our favorite evening news brought to you courtesy of Fox or MSNBC or CNN, or maybe even your local channel, it's frequently just propaganda. It's a monologue. And it's actually not looking to solve the problems of the day. It's looking for an echo. It's looking to make more noise and garner more followers. In other words, this is huge. Make more money. That's what they're after, my friends. Just be aware of it. Propaganda is a monologue. It's not looking for an answer, but an echo. It's a great quote from Peter. He also reminded us that intolerance is to stand alone. Tolerance is to stumble separately, and inclusion is to walk together. And then finally, he gave us some ideas on how to implement and make our lives a little bit better individually and heal our nation and nations collectively. You may want to write these five ideas down. Treat your phone. This is an awesome one. Treat your phone like it is a toothbrush. Use it briefly and only as a utility. Scroll less and read more. Retrain your brain to consume long-form writing. That's the second one. The third one, be more mindful and less reactional. We probably could have used this one around the Thanksgiving table, maybe the Christmas table, maybe the Hanukkah table. Be more mindful and less reactional. Fourth, play a different game. Do not be a pawn on someone else's chessboard. This is huge. Peter reminded us several times in the conversation to not be a pawn on someone else's chessboard. And then the fifth one he offered was this, to be a true patriot. Remember, Small sacrifices are needed to benefit those around us, not only those who believe and worship and feel exact, exactly as we do, but those who believe and vote and think completely differently than we. So to be a true patriot, it requires small sacrifices to benefit others. Our ninth most downloaded podcast of 2021 brought us Netflix co-founder Mark Randolph. I've had the pleasure, my friends, of spending quite a bit of time with some super sophisticated business minds, highly successful entrepreneurs, hugely philanthropic individuals throughout the world. 
And one of the most humble guys I've ever met was a gentleman named Mark Randolph. He is the founder of an organization you may have heard of, Netflix. So the, the, the gentleman who helped spawn this and dream it into existence joined us for the episode. And what surprised me most about Mark's delivery is, yeah, we talked a bit about success. We talked a bit about Netflix. I'll talk about both of those things here in a moment. But what surprised me most is his focus on pouring back into the community to invest in young people. And again and again and again, he kept celebrating his relationship with his wife. Really beautiful stuff coming from the co-founder of Netflix. Here's one of the very first quotes that he shared with me when we started talking about Netflix. He said, it's what I did, John. It's not who I am. He does not want to be typecast as the Netflix guy. And then he talked about how his youth completely poured into him who he became in time. It's like the inside of a tree. And those rings in his childhood were so hugely formative into the young man eventually into the leader he became. He spent a lot of time as a young person outside at Knowles. At age 14, he spent a month in Wyoming wilderness with the National Outdoor Leadership School, and it taught him how to lead and communicate with confidence and clarity. It was huge for the gentleman he became later on in life. He learned early in his career, though, something that we all must learn at some point as we journey forward. Success is not merely economic or commercial-based. Instead, real success is fulfilling your passions and your strengths while being able to enjoy your family, your hobbies, and investing into others. What came out of this was not only the that idea that throughout his entire life he would invest into others, he still does, but it also, early in his career, sparked the idea that every single night, no matter how busy his work life became, he would prioritize one date night minimum with his wife. He celebrated that early in his career. He continues to celebrate that now as he moves into the second half of that journey forward. He talked about how professionally he always wanted to demonstrate the culture that he wanted. It happened through intentional planning and discipline. He prioritized and demonstrated a work-life balance, which allowed others in the organization to prioritize their families, their hobbies, their health, their faith as well. And before landing on a job that eventually would lead to Netflix, Mark and the other co-founder of Netflix, a gentleman named Reed Hastings, they brainstormed and failed. That's huge. They failed repeatedly on ideas like shipping shampoo directly to people's houses, custom dog food and personalized baseball bats, among others. Before finally, in April 1998, landing on the idea of Netflix. It's not the Netflix you know and maybe enjoy today. It was a different version of it. He talked about that first version. And then he talked about meetings with Blockbuster. Then he talked about how they kicked him out of the room and the failures along the way. And then eventually the overnight success, in quotes, that Netflix became. One of my favorite quotes from the conversation, and it's a really good one. John, the idea counts for nothing. The idea that you start with almost never the product you end up with. It's starting somewhere. And then the journey that follows that leads you to something that does work. So start. So start. It's a wonderful conversation with a really cool guy. You're going to love it. Check it out. That is my interview with Netflix co-founder Mark Randolph. Episode 338.
And it was followed not long after by one of my personal favorite episodes from the entire year, and maybe for my entire career, with Starbucks former president Howard Bihar. People, let me tell you this right now. Howard Bihar is one of the most generous, passionate, authentic, fiery guys I've ever met. He is humble. He is servant-oriented. You seldom get individuals to leave a cell phone at the end of a podcast, but at the end of this one, Howard B. Hart leaves his, and he says, people, if you need a thing, text or call me, and he means it. I've been texting him, my coach, my friend, Matt Miller, among others within our organization. I've been reaching out to him, and he always responds. It's an amazing evidence, example of his generosity. It came to us on episode 378. And it begins at age 15 when Howard's father left his family in Bulgaria to immigrate to Seattle, where he saved just enough money from pushing carts at Pike's Place Market to open a small grocery store. It's an immigrant's journey that eventually brings Howard over to the United States. And he shared so much. One of the cool things that I wrote down was that not everything we do in life do you need to do to get paid for By not charging a struggling family for strawberries, Howard's father taught him the valuable lesson that influenced how Howard began to work at an organization, a little small coffee shop in Seattle called Starbucks. It's a cool journey that begins with about a dozen storefronts and then with Howard's guidance and investment and vision and strategic passion and love of his team members grows to the organization that Starbucks is now around the United States and, of course, around the entire world. Speaking of the world, it's not chance that Starbucks went global. It was by design. And it was also not by simply design of taking over domination. It was actually this mission statement that guided their behavior, their strategy, their tactics, and their investment in their own people from the very beginning that allowed their stratospheric growth to take root. Listen to the statement designed by Starbucks early on. To be one of the most well-known and respected organizations in the world, known for nurturing and inspiring the human spirit. Notice they don't say anything there about serving coffee, lattes, anything else like that. It was creating a nurturing culture and inspiring the human spirit. Howard shared with us the six Ps that he brought into every boardroom and every meeting at Starbucks. Purpose, passion, persistence, patience, performance, and people first. Then he reminded us that the people who sweep the floors, they should be the ones who pick the brooms. Not the folks in the boardroom, not somebody counting pennies and trying to cut costs. No, the people who use the brooms, the people who sweep, should be the ones who pick the brooms. And then he ended, right before he gave us his cell phone, he ended with this beautiful quote. The enemy of life is indifference. Howard was a brilliant guest. So fun, so lovely, so lively, so passionate. If you missed it earlier, check it out now. Episode 378, Howard Bihar, the president of Starbucks, leading with purpose. Well, the top 10 continues as we move now into our seventh most popular of 2021 This gentleman's name is Ben Nimpton, and Ben, like all of our guests, and I believe all of us listening today, has an amazing life story. Ben was a popular kid. He was athletic. He was handsome. 
He was intelligent. He made it into the school of his choice. And then things started to get derailed for him. He began to feel far more anxiety, a bit of depression, felt a little bit isolated, got together with some friends. And what they did changed his and his friends' lives. They made a list of 100 things they wanted to do before they died. This wonderful, wild list of things to do, activities, wild ideas, like shooting baskets with Barack Obama, the current president of the United States, when he made the list. Amazingly, of that list, 94 things have been knocked off and the other six are in sight. My favorite part about this interview, though, is as Ben and his friends were progressing forward, anytime someone would help them knock something off their list, they would help that individual also achieve something on theirs. So it was not a self-centered journey of look what I can do. It was this selfless, beautiful sojourn of look what we can do together. A lot of remarkable things shared during the interview, but one I wrote down, and I'm looking at it right now, is this. You, my friends, are the architect for your own inspiration. Start taking steps daily toward your goals to create inspiration through action. Ben Nempton, he is episode 336, and he led us ultimately into number six, which is someone we know super well around here at Live Inspired. This is our friend, my board member, my coach, and our organization lead coach. His name is Matt Miller. So cool to see Matt in our top 10. Matt is the head coach for Live Inspired Coaching. He helps individuals and organizations focus on their most important, stay in their circle, and take their next right step forward in life. Matt grew up on a farm in Iowa, came down to Missouri to begin his teaching career. A couple years later, became an assistant principal, then the youngest principal in the state of Missouri. He turned around a school, then another school, then another school became Missouri Principal of the Year. Remarkable professional journey that has led him into Live Inspired, our organization here. I've been able to now work with Matt for the last five years, two and a half years, focused specifically on coaching. His heart and his focus of encouraging people to take their next right step, no matter what might be going on in the world or in their world, but to be moving forward on focusing on the most important, staying within their circle of influence and taking the next right step forward is why not only Matt helps individuals and organizations thrive, but why he is one of the best friends that I have in the world. Great guy, great coach, great leader, great interview. It's episode 324. A couple quotes that I wrote down from that interview. Number one, what we choose not to do is just as important as what we choose to do. So knowing what to say no to, it's huge. In a world where we all feel so overwhelmed with all these activities and tasks and things and busyness and pace, knowing what to say no to is just as important as knowing what to say yes to. And then he said, the mind quits before the body, John. That was awesome. He also shared with us his family mission statement. Love family, love others. And I asked him as we were getting ready to start the year 2021, Matt, give us something to do, man, right now. And he said, John, I encourage people to think through all of their relationships, distill it down to the most important relationship, whatever that is for the individuals listening, that one relationship with a significant other, 
a spouse, a partner, a parent, a child, someone at work, and then ask that one person today, what can I do to serve you even better? And then listen. You heard the long pause there. It was intentional. Ask the question, what can I do to serve you even better, to be a better spouse, a better partner, a better dad, a better husband, a better friend, a better son, a better daughter, a better whatever. And then listen. And then the final part of that little math equation is, and then do it. Take action. That's all about taking action. He's all about making a difference. He's all about changing the world, starting with their own. And you can check out the entire episode at number 324 at the Live Inspired Podcast. Well, my friends, we now celebrate our fifth most downloaded podcast with an amazing gentleman, a scientist, a researcher, a faithful steward, a former classmate of John O'Leary's. That's right. His name is Doug Lindsay. Doug Lindsay. It's such a deep, remarkable story that if I even give you a synopsis, it will it will not do Doug's life and difficulties he faced and ultimately the redemptive next step in his life full justice. So let me just say this to you. Doug Lindsay invented the surgery that saved his life. It's amazing. His his whole episode blew me away. The humility with which he shared it blew me away. One of the things he mentioned, though, is if I find something that saves me, I'll find something that saves others, too. And that was what really drove him during 11 years he spent bedridden to discover first the problem that made him so sick, then the solution, then the surgery, and then people who would help him do the surgery for him. And he does this. Takes more than a decade, but he ultimately is successful in this. It's an amazing story. I'm going to read to you a couple of the quotes that I wrote down from my friend Doug Lindsay. A watch without a watchmaker. That's one thing he kept referencing. How could there be a watch without a watchmaker? So he talked about if God created the universe, why wouldn't God use tools of nature to use and build and create this beautiful universe? And then he said, sometimes, John, I'm just riding on faith. Sometimes I'm riding on science and sometimes I'm riding on medicine. Hope is the belief that something positive can happen. What? Can we make happen? That's just enough to remind you there is value and joy and persisting even during the most difficult and hard times. Just two more I want to share right now. Joy fades. Sorrow spikes. But it doesn't maintain that same intensity at all the times. Winning doesn't make life not hard. And then finally, Doug Lindsay, who invented a surgery that saved his own life, said this. John, we are united by suffering. Do your best for those who don't have the chance to do their best right now. My buddy Doug brought the heat during that episode. You won't want to miss it. Number 322, Doug Lindsay, the inventor of a surgery that saved his life, is number five on our list and followed right behind him is my friend, the great Mel Robbins. Mel is awesome. She is such a dynamo, so sophisticated, so energetic, so passionate, not only about her life, but making sure the lessons she's learned throughout her life are implemented and executed and elevate the lives of those who listen to her, who read her books, who follow her her online. She is uh, the author of The Five Second Rule, and 
I'm not going to go through her entire life story. I'm just going to share with you right now three quotes that moved me during that episode that I think might move you today as you wrap up 2021, as you get ready to step boldly, audaciously, and I think optimistically into year 2022. So here's the first quote from Mel Robbins. There is a very distinct gap between your instincts and impulse that will change your life and the excuses that stop you. And that gap is about five seconds long. She explained that to say, John, when you think about doing something and then you choose not to, there's that gap between those two moments. So what she does is count five, four, three, two, one, and then just go, just take action, move, try the thing, share with a friend, get out of bed, join the gym, whatever it takes, but take action. Five, four, three, two, one, move, go. Then she went on to say, the way that you change your life and discover the power inside you is that you can develop the clarity to hear what is inside you and then develop the skill and the courage to take action. She gave us some ideas specifically on how to do that. And then the final thing I wrote down that is in front of me right now is this. Everything is changing around us. You can't control all of that. You can control what you think. You can control what you do. And you can control to respond instead of react. Mel Robbins is packed full of quotables and tweetables and ideas that when implemented will change your life to learn more about her, the five second rule and what it means for you. Go to episode 372 with Mel Robbins. And my friends, that led us to the third most downloaded podcast of 2021 And it was the kind of episode that moved me to tears several different times. Our guest name is Jonathan Pitts. It's episode number 328 titled Finding Strength While Grieving. Jonathan shared the love story with the love of his life. Her name was and is Winter. He talked about their courtship. He talked about her father. He talked about becoming a pastor. He talked about raising four children. And then he shared the story from July 24th, 2018, a day that he knew was going to change his life. He assumed it was going to be for the better. And it ended up being a day of tragedy. You see, on that day, late afternoon, he turned in the manuscript for his very first book. And then that evening, his wife passes away tragically. It's a stunning turn of events that he shared the details of and the tragedy and the heartbreak of. And again, movement of tears. And then he started talking about how beautiful his wife was. And it, it sometimes was the loss of her that allowed him to fully realize just how remarkable she was. He said that opposites, John, compliment. Looking back on it, it was the things sometimes early in their marriage that seemed to be most conflicting, like the little idiosyncrasies, the things that rubbed him the wrong way, that looking back on it, he loved most and misses most. And then he quoted from Philippians chapter four, what is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. It was something that guided him and gave him hope during the most difficult days. And for a man who lost the love of his life and now found himself raising four little girls In a new community, there were many difficult days. So Philippians 4 was something that guided him forward, but it wasn't only Philippians, it was also Proverbs. He quoted from Proverbs 3, 
25, and it was this. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. It wasn't just prayer and reflection that guided him during these difficult days, but people. He talked about his sister. He talked about the community. He talked about his family and how people showed up for him in the most unlikely ways to encourage and help him during these incredibly difficult days. And the final thing that I wrote down was this. There was solace in the solitude that he found. While grieving, Jonathan learned to embrace stillness. And he credits that stillness and the embracing of it in healing his mind, his heart, and his faith. Episode 328 with Jonathan Pitts was one of my absolute favorites. And I'm so grateful, my friends, that you found it to be likewise because it is the third most downloaded episode of 2021. If you haven't heard it yet, or you haven't heard it lately, check it out now. You're going to love it. Well, I would imagine the anticipation is growing wherever you are listening to this podcast, wondering, John, who's going to be number one? Who's going to be the most downloaded episode of 2021 for the Live Inspired Podcast? We'll get there. But before we do, we've got to celebrate number one. And in doing so, we're going to celebrate a friend of mine, I've had the pleasure for the last several years of sitting on the board of advisors for Big Brothers and Big Sisters. It's a phenomenal organization. If ever you've considered getting involved in the community of truly making a difference and in doing so, having your life changed, uh, check out Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I promise you, you will love it. You will help to change the life of a child. And the better part of it is you'll also change your life during that process. What a gift it is. So Tim and I have this passion for Big Brothers and Big Sisters. He is not only a board member there, he's also an author, a teacher, a wonderful guy. The episode was episode 330 with Dr. Tim Jordan. We titled it Raising Children to Advocate, Influence, and Lead. And Dr. Tim Jordan helps these young people do exactly that in a marketplace where these kids, young people, have elevated levels of anxiety and depression, and despair, suicide ideation, anorexia. These are many of the struggles facing our young people today. And my friends, these struggles seem to be magnified. They weren't caused by COVID-19. They weren't caused by the isolation. They weren't caused by social media. But they've certainly been magnified and multiplied during this time. Dr. Tim Jordan sat with me and just shared his heart for these kids, sharing not only the challenges that they face, but also the opportunities that they have still in front of them today. And so I asked him specifically, well, how do we help the people in our lives that are younger, that are facing this headwind move forward? And so he gave us some specific ideas. One thing he wanted to do, though, is to reframe their mindset around what real success looks like for them going forward. So he frequently will ask young people, what does success look like for you? And then sit back and listen to the answer that they want to deliver. And then he reminds them that being driven by external motivations like money or looks or being famous will never lead them to greater happiness, fulfillment, or better relationships. We then talked about when this begins, and he shared with me a stat that almost caused me to lose my breath when I heard it. 12.3. 12.3. It's not a percentage. It's an age. 12.3 is the age that bulimia and anorexia sets in for girls. 
which is in line with when puberty starts within our young people and they are trying to control their body image. 12.3. So we talked a bit about how do we have healthy conversations around body image, Tim? How do we make sure that our young people understand that they are enough, that they are beautiful, that they become comfortable in their own skin? And so he shared with me this quote, John, I try to teach my young girls that consumer brands aren't selling you a product. They're selling you that you are not enough unless you have that particular product. So he reminded us of the importance of controlling what comes into the lives of our young people so that they understand what they are seeing is not reality. It's usually a lie. It's usually to sell them something. So we had a really cool conversation around that. And then he left me with this quote, you have to earn the next freedom and the next privilege. And you earn it by your behavior over time. It's something he understands leading his business, leading his family, leading his organization, being a board member of Big Brothers Big Sisters. But he's also passionate about making sure our young people understand that same truth. That you have to earn the next freedom and the next privilege. And you earn that through your behavior over time. My friend, Dr. Tim Jordan, episode 330, Raising Children to Advocate, Influence, and Lead, was our second most popular podcast of 2021. And if you haven't heard it yet, my friends, check it out right now. And it's going to lead us into the number one most downloaded episode of last year. Well, in a year where we were privileged to have athletes and astronauts and actors and actresses and singers and songwriters and overcomers and teachers and leaders and scientists and friends and family members and coaches and so many others join us on the Live Inspired Podcast. We also had a few comedians join us on the Live Inspired Podcast, including America's hottest comic. His name is Sebastian Maniscalco. And Sebastian, episode 334, was the most downloaded episode from our 2021. What I think I loved most about the interview wasn't the, the little jokes or the twinkle in his eye. It was actually the humility that this gentleman who fills arenas, who is on late night television with all the hosts that you've heard of, who's got a huge network, a huge following, significant status, and all this other stuff. Th that wasn't what he was celebrating. He celebrated his parents. He celebrated the work ethic they taught him. He celebrated his wife. He celebrated his in-laws. He celebrated becoming an overnight success over decades. So there was a lot of humility that I heard again and again as we progressed through the conversation with Sebastian. He talked about the pillars of strengths, his parents, the unrelenting work ethic that they modeled. He talked about growing up and the, the humor that his family modeled was frequently modeled to mask some of the difficulties, some of the challenges, some of the sadness that they had. He was shy. And it was humor that allowed him to come through that difficulty and really find himself. He talked about practice and patience and repetition, making the move toward becoming more like his idol, Johnny Carson, by coming out to California, having no gigs, no opportunities. So he would practice his repertoire in some really massive clubs. Then I'm like, well, do give me some examples. And he's like, John... It began in laundromats, man. It began so humbly. It began so small, but that's where it started. 
for those of you who are wrapping up 2021 and looking toward 2022 and you desire to do something big in this coming year, that, that could be, you know, for instance, becoming America's top comic. Maybe that's your goal. Maybe it's getting through a difficult season with a little bit more joy. Maybe it's making a difference in the community, becoming a better son or daughter, spouse, uh, lady, gentleman who impacts professionally. You want to start working out. You want to do anything. Well, let me encourage you to check out last year's most downloaded episode with Sebastian Manikowsko. No, he was not an overnight success. No, it did not come easy. But through the difficult journey, through practice and patience and repetition, by not losing sight of what he was pursuing and why he was pursuing it, Sebastian became wildly successful, remained incredibly humble, and is hilarious. You're going to love the episode. You'll find it at episode 334, and you won't want to miss it. Well, that is going to lead us to the appropriate conclusion of our top 10 most downloaded episodes from 2021. We look forward to bringing you remarkable, inspirational content that is life-changing in 2022. And we are excited to continue the journey forward in life alongside of you. Four million downloads. It's an amazing number and it is an impossible number without, in my mind, without God's grace, without some amazing friends along the way, without my incredible professional team. So to Heather and Sandy and our podcast producer, Amy and Matt and Meredith and many others who help bring this program to you week after week. I want to thank them for their efforts. I want to thank each of you for tuning in week after week. And I want to remind you on the backside of 2021, as we glance over the horizon toward 2022, that the foundation is firm, that the headwind, yeah, it might be real, but the best is yet to come. So brothers and sisters, family and friends for this time. And until next time, next time will be 2022. My name is John O'Leary. And today is your day. What a gift it is. Live inspired. Well, our friends at Keeley Companies are proud to welcome Keeley Restoration Services to their family. This team of experts prides themselves on bringing life back to buildings and structures, maintaining their lifespan, and reducing the impact on the environment in the process. Learn more about Keeley Restoration Services by visiting them right now online at keeleycompanies.com.